This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Today is Tuesday, March 3rd, 2020. On this day in 2006, former British pop star Gary Glitter was convicted of molesting two underage girls in Vietnam. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. We advise extreme caution for children under 13. Today we're covering the sentencing of Gary Glitter, then 61 years old, who was found guilty of initiating inappropriate sex acts with young girls in his seaside villa. Let's go back to a courthouse in the Vietnamese province of Baria Vang Tau on March 3, 2006. Hordes of reporters and paparazzi gathered on the steps of the courthouse, waiting for what news would trickle out from the other side of the doors. They weren't allowed inside, as the closed trial was meant to ensure the anonymity of the victims involved. It was a necessary precaution, as the details that had unfolded within the adjacent courtroom were harrowing indeed. British glam musician, 61-year-old Gary Glitter, was about to receive his sentence by a Vietnamese judge. For the past two days, all eyes were directed toward the man accused of molestation and predation of two Vietnamese girls, aged 10 and 11. It was hard for those in the courtroom to look at Glitter without uneasiness. It appeared avoiding eye contact was an effort to make the crimes at hand easier to stomach. Indeed, for the man who was once a beloved icon for British pop music, Glitter had turned into, as described by the UK's The Guardian, a public hate figure. Since 1997, allegations came out in waves against the celebrity, each one more horrifying than the last. First, in 1999, 54 offenses of downloading child pornography landed Glitter in jail in Britain for four months. However, his response to this conviction indicated that he had not accepted the gravity of his habits. When asked why he did it, he skirted any blame, explaining, I was abused as a child, so maybe I was trying to work my own feelings out. Unfortunately, more allegations and scandals followed. In 2003, Glitter was deported from Cambodia following a brief detainment by local police. Though the UK's foreign office didn't confirm the circumstances under which he was removed, many suspected the reason was for sex offenses. And Glitter's presence inside the courtroom in Vietnam three years later in 2006 indicated little, if anything, had changed. He was an older man, but no more repentant. In fact, during the trial, Glitter had lashed back at prosecutors. 
In response to accusations that he engaged with the girls both in his vacation home in Vung Tau and in hotels near the residence, Glitter said the allegations were media conspiracies. According to The Hollywood Reporter, the only reason two young girls were in his home was because he was teaching the girls English, allowing them to stay overnight because they were scared of ghosts. No one believed this. In fact, even Glitter's lawyer saw through his claims. Before the trial began, defense attorney Latan Kin gave a vague statement that seemed to indicate the case wouldn't lead to an acquittal. According to The Guardian, Kin said, he says he has not committed any crime. I will do my best to defend him, adding that it will be very difficult. Glitter's sentencing confirmed no one was keen to let him off the hook this time. Judge Huang Tan Tung stepped forward to read what reparation would be due from Glitter, addressing him by his birth name of Paul Francis Gad. The judge excoriated Glitter for acts of pedophilia. Not only had he preyed upon the young girls and caused them psychological harm, he had also attempted to flee when the allegations became public. Glitter had been caught just as he was about to board a plane to Thailand. He was promptly arrested and detained in a prison in Ho Chi Minh City for nearly four months before his trial. Unlike prior offenses, Glitter wouldn't walk away with a slap on the wrist. Judge Tung stated that after one year in a Vietnamese state prison, he would become eligible for parole. Glitter was further instructed that he must pay compensation to the families of both victims. In addition, once he was released from prison, he would be immediately extradited from the country. Though the mood of the court remained grave following the news, it was impossible to avoid acknowledging that Glitter had evaded the more serious charge of child rape. Had he been convicted of the latter, the maximum penalty would have been death by firing squad. Instead, he would serve three years in a Bin Tuan prison. Coming up, Gary Glitter is released from jail in Vietnam and returns to the UK, only to meet more shocking accusations. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all, but it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Now back to the story. Former British glam pop star Gary Glitter was embroiled in numerous scandals, from child pornography to sex abuse, for nearly 10 years. In 2006, he was finally convicted of child molestation by a Vietnamese court. It seemed that the man who had repeatedly evaded atonement for his crimes had reached the end of the road. However, the years following his release from prison in Binh Tuan province proved otherwise. In February of 2007, Glitter's sentence was reduced by three months a year and a half later, in August of 2008, he was released 
and the deportation order from his 2006 sentence kicked in. Glitter was sent back to Britain. The 64-year-old was met at the gate of Heathrow by yet another somber sight. British police were waiting for him to sign the sex offender's register. It seemed to mark the end of a habitual predator who'd been in and out of the spotlight for his crimes for over a decade. However, seven years later, the 71-year-old's past would yield more disturbing details unearthed in an investigation by London's Metropolitan Police. Like many abusers, Glitter had long tried to discount accusations as attempts to slander his name and fame, and like many celebrity criminals, he'd been able to use his power, or money, to sway victims into silence. London's Metropolitan Police's Operation U-Tree, a massive sexual abuse investigation which began in 2012, was created to rectify these injustices. This most recent round of charges, with allegations dating back to the 1970s, found the former star without many excuses to explain his crimes. However feeble he tried to appear to the Southwark Crown Court in London, the jury wasn't susceptible to the glitter's fake tears, according to a report by the BBC. It's certainly possible that glitter's lack of remorse for his prior crimes fueled investigators to present the most damning case possible following Operation Utree, a conviction for years' worth of victims and treachery hung in the balance. After a two-week-long trial, Glitter was found guilty of, according to the BBC, attempted rape, four counts of indecent assault, and one of having sex with a girl under 13. It was truly the nail in the coffin of Glitter's once-praised career. UK publication The Guardian summarized Glitter's decrepit legacy at the time of sentencing most accurately, writing, the former glam rock singer Gary Glitter faces the prospect of dying in jail after being sentenced to 16 years. Judge Alistair McCreeth told Glitter with strident clarity that, you did all of your victims real and lasting damage, and you did so for no other reason than to obtain sexual gratification for yourself of a wholly improper kind. As Glitter continues to serve his latest sentence in a British penitentiary, the aftermath has left fans across the globe in a contemplative mood. His music was included in an era that influenced millions, yet it now has a big asterisk next to it. As with any art that receives high praise, only to have a more sordid history come to light in later years, Glitter's music reminds consumers that they hold the power to choose whether or not to support the work. In 2019, Glitter's hit Rock and Roll Part Two was used in a pivotal scene in The Joker starring Joaquin Phoenix. Snapper Music, who have owned the rights to the song since 1997, publicly stated that he is not entitled to, nor have we paid any royalties to Glitter. Indeed, many fans have opted to avoid his records and delight in other songs from the glam pop genre. 
they'd rather avoid the man behind the music, no matter the context. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. If you enjoyed today's episode, you might also like the ParCast original series, The Dark Side of Music. Today in True Crime is a ParCast original. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast originals like Today in True Crime, for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. At ParCast, we're grateful for you, our listeners. You allow us to do what we love. Let us know how we're doing. Reach out on Facebook and Instagram at ParCast and Twitter at ParCast Network. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Andy Waits, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Aaron Larson. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Mackenzie Moore, with writing assistance by Abigail Cannon. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime.